Hey kids, uh, my name is Miss Michelle and I need your help this morning. So we just started last week a very special season of our year. Does anyone remember what season we started last week? Yeah, go ahead. Advent, yes, that's right, we started Advent. So we started the four weeks of Advent leading up to Christmas. And during Advent, uh, Miss Sarah talked about this last week, we're doing something very special. If you remember what she said last week, do it with me. We're looking backwards and forwards to, uh, to practice waiting for what's coming. Because you want to say that with me? We're looking backwards and forwards to practice waiting for what's coming. Right, so in Advent, we're looking backwards at how the people of God in the Old Testament waited expectantly for Jesus to come. And we're also looking forward and remembering what he's promised about his return. So right now, we're waiting expectantly for him to come back, right? So again, we're looking backwards and forwards to practice waiting for what's coming. So the second week of Advent this week, we look back and remember how the prophets helped the people of God wait for Jesus in the Old Testament. And a couple of weeks ago, we said that a prophet's job was to listen and tell. Remember Jeremiah wearing the headphones, right? Prophets listen to what God says, and then they tell, he tell, they tell the people what he said. So one of the ways the prophets helped the people wait expectantly for Jesus was by telling him about what he would be like and what he would do when he came. So we heard a reading from the prophet Isaiah this morning, and he said something really important about Jesus. I'm going to reread a section, and I want you to listen. There's a word that's repeated twice, and I want you to listen really, really hard and see if you can pick out the word, okay? This is what the prophet Isaiah said about Jesus. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the greatness of his government and peace. There will be no end. What was the word? Yeah. Peace. Yes, peace was repeated twice. He will be called the prince of peace and the greatness of his government. And peace, there will be no end. Let's think about what peace means. So if you're fighting with your sibling or a friend, are you at peace with them? No. no, right? Peace means people are living in harmony with each other. Let's try again. If you're running around, ooh, and you're super anxious, and you're trying to do a bunch of things really quickly, are you experiencing peace? No. no. Peace means stillness. It means quietness, right? And when the Old Testament talks about peace, it actually means a lot more than what we think about when we think of peace in English. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom. Can you say that with me? Shalom. So shalom actually means complete or whole. So when King Solomon finished building the temple in the Old Testament and all the finishing touches were done and everything was as it should be, in Hebrew, it actually says the temple was shalomed. The temple was finished. Everything was exactly as it should be in the temple. So when the Old Testament talks about shalom, it means completeness, wholeness, being what it should be. So in shalom, let's think about this. Do you think people will be fighting with each other? No, no right? God made us to be in healthy and whole relationships. So that's a part of shalom. And shalom, do you think that people will be hungry and lonely? No. no. All needs are met in shalom, whether it's for food or friends or family. 
How many of you, raise your hand, if you have gotten in trouble for something that you did not do? Has anyone gotten in trouble for something? It's the worst, right? It's the absolute worst, right? Um, in Shalom, do you think innocent people will get in trouble for things they did not do? No. Only people who break rules or laws will get in trouble. That's how it should be. That's part of Shalom, too. So this big idea that the prophet shared about Jesus is that he would bring Shalom to the world. He is the prince of shalom. But let me ask you another question, kids. When you look around the world, do you see perfect shalom? No, right? Not yet. It's not as it should be yet. We see pieces of it, right? Jesus is bringing pieces of shalom. Maybe we see this in our lives, like giving us strength to forgive someone when they hurt us or helping us be a friend to someone who's lonely or providing enough for us to give food to someone who's hungry. So we see hints of shalom, but perfect shalom is not here yet. But remember, Jesus is the prince of shalom, and God has promised that of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. So whatever hints of shalom we see now, God has promised through his prophets that shalom will be complete and the prince of Shalom's perfect reign will stretch to every person in every corner of the earth. And today we're waiting expectantly for that to happen. Let me pray for us before the kids are dismissed. Lord, prince of Shalom, we, we await your coming. We thank you that what you have promised is sure to happen. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us um, See your shalom happen in our hearts and in our lives. Lord, would you help us be um, your ambassadors of shalom to those around us? In Jesus' name, amen.